One of the big stories of this Super Bowl week had nothing to do with the actual football game, but one of the biggest media gaffes of the week. Earlier this week on WFAN, Boomer and Geo, they were excited when they booked Randy Moss. Problem is, it wasn't the Randy Moss they were thinking it was. Here's what it sounded like. Everybody's got something, and that's why I'm actually happy we are not uh, at Radio Row. What is Randy Moss promoting, by the way, Al? Do you, do you know? It's something having to do with horse racing. Really? He's very into horse racing. <laughs> are, are you sure this is the right, this, the, yeah, not this the other Randy, Randy Moss, Moss? the wide receiver, not Randy. Is there another Randy Yes. Moss? There's a, uh-oh. There's an announcer, Randy Moss. Who is into horse who racing. Who is into horse racing. Please tell me that's fake. The, I, no. That would no. be so awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, no, because they no. said, I saw in the request that Randy would like to talk about, blah, blah, blah. Also, anything NFL related, I'm going to double check that. Or maybe the Randy Moss, who is the sports announcer, or the horse racing announcer. He also he used to work for the NFL Network. Yeah. Come on. I swear to God. Yes. How's that possible? <laughs> this is gorgeous. Oh, Jesus. This is horrible. I, this He's, is what Mark Chernoff's talking about. <laughs> you know, lazy ass. This, I You're mean, not I, following, doing any follow through. I don't want to sound like I'm complaining because we have a great setup and everything is great, but I can't catch a break when it comes to some of this stuff, right? Like Dua Leap is in New York when we're out here. I think we're getting Randy Moss. We're getting the white Randy Moss. <laughs> I mean, come on. Okay. Just wanted to check to see if you would be interested in current NBC sports broadcaster and former NFL network broadcaster and reporter. That's right. That's you booked the white Randy Moss. Oh my God. So that's how it sounded on WFAN earlier this week. We are much more enthused about and happy to be joined by, as Boomer and Geo put it, the white Randy Moss of NBC. He joins us here on the Brick at Theo and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Randy, let me ask you this, uh, and thank you for joining, taking the time to join. You sure. hear that. You can Consume that. Are you offended? Are you upset? Is that like the millionth time that's happened before? How do you take that? If I was upset at that, guys, I would be taking myself way too seriously. <laughs> right? I think I thought it was absolutely hysterical. And no, it's not the first time or the second time or the tenth time uh, <laughs> since I was with NFL Network for 13 years. The players kind of got a kick out of it. I, I kind of wondered when I took the job with NFL in 2008 if it would be a detriment or not. But as it turned out, I think it kind of helped the players remember me a little more. They started calling me the white Randy Moss. <laughs> then it was the OG Randy Moss. Then I was just OG. But the whole confusion, I don't really understand it that much because, I mean, it's pretty easy to tell us apart. He's, he's the one with hair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love it. I absolutely love it. Randy Moss, NBC broadcaster, uh, part of their horse racing coverage, NFL network. You sure you got the right guy now? Yeah, we, damn right we double we do. checked and triple checked. So, so here's this as well, because <laughs> I know how this works where you've got a publicist or a media representative. They're reaching out during this week. They put you out there and people come in, book you, talk to you. Uh, what are the discussions between you and the publicist or the media relations person when something like this happens? You know, it's, it, we just laugh about it. And it, this thing has gone viral. It's yes. crazy all week long. I mean, I've probably done, I don't know, a dozen, 15 radio hits, and 
that's pretty much the topic of conversation for, for almost every one of them. You know, I, I was thinking about maybe having the wide receiver, Randy Moss, come on here surprisingly and take my place, but uh, I, I couldn't pull that off. <laughs> uh, so, again, Randy Moss with us here. Uh, again, horse racing uh, aficionado. Again, NBC, triple, count co- uh, triple crown coverage coming up on NBC. May 4th is the Kentucky Derby. Let's, uh, in a vacuum, Randy Moss can sit back and enjoy one event. I present them to you, the Super Bowl or the Kentucky Derby. Where is Randy Moss, the horse racing version, gravitating towards? Well, look, I was raised around horse racing. I'm a big, obviously, I'm a big football guy as well and a huge football fan. Uh, But this, this year will be my 44th Kentucky Derby to cover. It's it's not like it's a bucket list item for me anymore, but I still would lean lean toward the Kentucky Derby over the Super Bowl. But my old bosses in NFL Network, they told me one time, um, they called me and said, you know, how badly do you want to go to the Super Bowl? And I said, well, it, would, it, it, would it negatively impact my job status with NFL Network if I didn't go? And my boss said, it would improve your job status with NFL Network if you told me you didn't want to go. And I said, I'll stay home and watch it on TV. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a great call. It's just, especially in Vegas. And now, have you been out there uh, during the course of this entire week? Yeah, most of the week I've been here. And I think that so far it's fabulous. I think they're doing okay. a fantastic. I mean, what, what venue does big events better than Las Vegas. I mean, it, yeah, it's, no, it's really, I think it's going to, sh- yeah. You're right. You're right. I, I just, I was out there right before Christmas. Uh, I do the play by play broadcasting for FAU, football and basketball. And FAU was out there to play Arizona at uh, T Mobile before the holidays. And even then, you know, that's the slowest time of the year, resorts wise, in Vegas. And still during the days, strip is packed, cars everywhere, shoulder to shoulder. So you're saying that the, the city to this point is holding up pretty well. City is holding up pretty well, and they are taking advantage of these opportunities. I'm staying here at Mandalay Bay, which is where Radio Row is. It's right next to the stadium. Uh, the hotel last night was charging $150 for valet parking. Oh, <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, you, have a, you have a driver, right? Or you have someone that's uh, accompanying you everywhere that you don't have to deal with any of that? Yeah, his name is Uber. Yeah. Right, right. That's my driver. Uh, Get in line, Moss. Uh, Randy Moss with us here. <laughs> NBC uh, horse racing. Uh, white Randy Moss here with us on the, the OG on ESPN 106.3. OG Randy Moss. Uh, what's? I, I've got to be honest with you. Since we, you're you're an aficionado of horses and horse racing, you grew up around them, like you said. Yeah. I did not. I grew up in the city. I grew up in Chicago. I am not well versed in horses. Obviously, follow horse racing too. To an extent, I grew up around a lot of people from a gambling perspective, uh, especially around Arlington Racetrack that were obsessed with betting horses. Yep. Uh, horses are are large, massive animals that are very powerful. Not for me. I'm very short, very spindly, uh, not very intimidating. <laughs> from a safety standpoint, I want nothing to do with it. How do you? How do these people these get on these horses? They're going God knows how fast around these dirt tracks, racing one another, bumping into one another. How does one gain an appreciation for that? 
You got it's kind of like driving a race car. You got to be half crazy to get to get on their backs, especially these thoroughbreds that are trained to like you know explode on race day. They're like a ticking time bomb. Uh, I I don't ride. I, I my attraction to the thoroughbred racing business. It's the you know the tradition and the beauty and all that, but it's like an analytics puzzle as well. You know, when I was a kid, I was I started handicapping horses for a newspaper when I was 13 years old. Okay, I was into baseball and ERA statistics and things like that. And horse racing's got a lot of that. It's got a lot of those components, handicapping the horses, and it's kind of like uh, the ultimate Sudoku puzzle. So that's always been what's interested me about that the most. And you can do that with football as well, with all the analytics now in football, uh, PFF and things like that. Do you do you miss covering football on a regular basis? Yeah, I stopped doing it a couple of years ago uh, for NFL Network after 13 years, three years as a studio host in Culver City, and then the last 10 years as like a roving reporter. I'd, I've been to every NFL stadium except the one in Vegas and SoFi in Los there Angeles. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, hell, I got paid to watch football. I got I got paid to go around the country and, and follow the NFL. I mean, you know, like, like – uh, like Jim Harbaugh likes to say, uh, who has it better than me, right? Ooh, that's right. Hey. That's right. Nobody. Randy, that's that's, right. that's ahead, actually stop. one of our show mantras. Who's that's got right. it better than us? Then we all chime in with nobody. <laughs> yeah, we, we, grew, we actually uh, we, we despised it, but now it's become a show mantra. It's, it's funny how that works. Go ahead, stop. Randy, you talk about not having covered the NFL for three years. We had this conversation yesterday. In your opinion, if you could put the reporting cap back on, what is the biggest storyline, sure. one, heading into this game, and two, possibly coming out of this thing? We were trying to peg it, but there's just so many different directions to go to you. What is the biggest storyline, headline news, coming out of the Super Bowl matchup? To me, I think the biggest storyline going into this one is Brock Purdy. Right? I mean, what he's a guy that for most of the season this year – was being talked about as a potential MVP candidate, right? Uh-huh. You know, last round draft pick, Mr. Irrelevant, the whole nine yards. Um, you know, how will he play in the intense glare of the Super Bowl spotlight? Uh, he hasn't played as well in the two playoff games as he did earlier in the season. He missed some wide open receivers in critical moments. He threw some passes that should have been intercepted but weren't. Uh, which Brock Purdy are we going to see for the Super Bowl? To me, that's the most interesting storyline. There is no doubt in my mind, Randy, that if they're still together, come May 4th at Churchill Downs, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift are showing up at the Kentucky Derby. Okay? There's not a chance that that does not happen. So, for you, are you requesting the opportunity as one of the head uh, reporters for NBC and the Kentucky Derby, are you embracing the opportunity to interview them or do a feature on them leading into the Kentucky Derby? Well, I tell you what, for NBC, right, I'm I'm on the desk. Okay. I'm not I'm not out there doing Invite interviews the and desk. doing the reporting. But but if Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift show up, you can bet that it's gonna be uh it's gonna be front and center in uh, in NBC. And you've never been to the Derby, right? I have not, no. Okay. It's an NFL convention. It's, it's <laughs> unbelievable. If you go to the, the nicest levels of the Churchill Downs grandstand and you walk through the grandstand, you will run in to more than a few NFL types, sometimes coaches, sometimes former players, sometimes current players. 
they are everywhere. It would be a great spot for a league meeting if it wasn't so expensive. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 absolutely. They talk about how expensive these suites are at the Super Bowl, and yeah, they're really, really expensive, but the Kentucky Derby, uh, that's also elite level right there. But I want you to remember when you're sitting there, Randy, on May 4th, and you've got Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift up at the NBC desk with you, I want you to remember this conversation and say, yeah, Ken called it. Ken down in West Palm Beach absolutely called that. That's a trio uh, right there, Randy Moss, Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Hey. Uh I, I wanted to ask you, Randy, just real quick, because I know this is something that that you take very seriously, the safety aspect of this entire thing. And God knows you covered uh, for a long time with the NFL Network the safety innovations in football and a lot of the rule changes in football while you were working with the NFL Network and, and covering the sport. Seems like horse racing-wise, they're trying to do something similar to, to, to modernize and make everyone and everything safer in this sport. That's why I'm here. I mean, I work for NBC. I don't work for the horse racing industry, but they asked me, what's your opinion on horse safety? And I said, I've been doing this thing for almost a half century now. I've been following it. And there's never been more of an emphasis placed on horse safety than there is right now, because it's at a critical moment in horse racing. I I mean, this is the biggest issue in the sport. And I said, would you be willing to go to Las Vegas and talk about it and talk about football? I said, of course. Look, it's they're, it's all hands on deck. It is literally a full-court press right now to improve in any way possible horse safety. You, can't, you can never take all of the risk out of horse racing, just like football, just like getting behind the wheel of a car. Mm-hmm. But they really are doing everything they can from, from veterinary scrutiny to studying the racetrack surfaces, studying the way horses are bred, the way they're trained. And you mentioned technology. Yeah, you know, like the next-gen stuff in football where they put the chips in the shoulder pads. Yep. You could, they actually have chips that you can put with a horse while he races. They kind of stumbled upon this. Um, they were doing it initially for acceleration and for things like football. But they discovered there were a lot of other things that it was measuring, like the, the balance of a horse and the vibration of his stride. And they found out, that if you study that over tens of thousands of races, you can actually predict when horses have little minor problems that's changing their stride that could become major problems. And that right now is one of the biggest innovations uh, that we've got going in horse racing. But, yeah, it's a it's a big, big deal that we'll be talking about at the Kentucky Derby and in the lead-up. You will see Randy Moss on the desk at Churchill Downs, Kentucky Derby, May 4th. <laughs> Uh, maybe with Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, if my gut is right, and then that's what's absolutely going to happen. But uh, and real quick, uh, just just right now, and yeah. I know that we're, we're several months off, but you, from a horse racing perspective, we can easily say, ah, Randy, make a prediction on the Super Bowl, but everybody has a damn prediction on the Super Bowl. Oh, what are you looking at right now when it comes to the lead-up to the Triple Crown season on NBC? Well, I'll give you a little advance notice of something that could wind up being by far the biggest story of the Kentucky Derby. That's Have you ever heard not. of American Pharaoh? Yes. American yes. Pharaoh won the Triple Crown in 2015. Justify won the Triple Crown in 2018. Those were both trained by Bob Baffert, who's the face of the sport of horse racing. He had a positive test that took away a Kentucky Derby winner in 2021 for a minor medication infraction. Uh, and he has been banned by Churchill Downs for two years, and now they extended it 
to this year's Kentucky Derby. It just so happens this year, 150th anniversary of the Derby, they're blowing it out. Bob Baffert has another freakishly talented horse that would be capable in a normal year of sweeping the Triple Crown. His name is Nisos, and he can't run in the Derby because Baffert can't be there. So we could get in a position where for this huge anniversary for the Kentucky Derby, the best horse won't be there, possibly. Can you spell that? Can you spell the horse's name, Randy? Yeah, N-Y-S-O-S. It's a Greek mythology name, Nysos. And he (laughs) looks absolutely sensational so far. And and the reason he's asking you that, Randy, is this dirtbag's going to go try and find the races that Nysos is involved in and uh, throw around uh, a bunch of money here right now. Good. I was going to say, do you advise that? Is that good? Uh, yeah, well, he's that good, but everybody knows he's that good, so the payoff right. is going to be uh, is going to be is going to be pretty darn low. Public. Yeah, that's like putting uh, hey, Patrick Mahomes is going to win Super Bowl MVP. I'll put ten thousand on it. Uh, Randy, really uh, uh, appreciate you coming on. Had a lot of fun. Appreciate you playing along and taking some time for us. Uh, enjoy the game. Uh, get out of Vegas as fast as you can before uh, everybody descends upon that. And we'll be looking for you on NBC on May fourth. Okay. Hey, guys, it's a pleasure talking to you. I was just in your neck of the woods recently for the Eclipse Awards at the uh, the Breakers. It was was great fun. I love the area. Oh, man, the the Breakers. So, Randy Moss got the treatment, got the uh, the big-time treatment here in Palm Beach. Randy, have a great one, okay? (laughs) You too. Bye-bye.